Welcome to our Global Venturing Review podcast. My name's James Mawson, founder and editor-in-chief of our Global Corporate Venturing, Global University Venturing and Global Impact Venturing Publications. Great pleasure to be back once again for the weekly podcast and a quick thank you to Thierry Hellis for covering the news across our titles for the past two weeks as Robert Levine, who will be back in the office on Monday, has taken a well-deserved break. Thierry will go back to focusing his attention on global university venturing though you will, of course, continue to find him with a couple of stories on GCV each day, picking up the podcast, and we're excited to be announcing a series of partnerships, thanks to him, for leading universities to showcase their students and faculty spin-outs and startups through the GCV Connect platform from next year. Starting with the University of California and then with Set Squared in the US and UK respectively for our GCVI Summit and GCV Symposium, we will help their portfolio reach the areas others find hard to reach, the corporate customers, investors, suppliers and acquirers. So on to the big news from the past week, talking the places that are hard to reach, Chevron Technology Ventures has thrown its weight behind US-based geospatial software technology provider Orbital Insight, which also welcomed back GV, formerly known as Google Ventures, and Sky Perfect Chasat from Japan. Orbital raised $50 million for its Series D round, and Chevron is a host and sponsor for our GCV Energy Conference on the 20th and 21st in Houston. So thanks to our partnership with Proceeder, the technology software platform provider, Chevron, Shell and BP have selected the finalists to the startup pitches at the Canon on the 20th. Introduced by Ken Gatt, CEO and founder of Proceeder, we'll have eight portfolio companies uh, or eight companies selected as finalists for the pitch event in front of the corporate venturers. Before on Thursday the 21st, we switched to the Norris Convention Centre in Houston City Centre for the GCV Energy event, which will feature panels, investor showcases, roundtables, networking, and of course the GCV 2018-90 Energy Awards. My thanks especially go to Tom Whitehouse, Senior Advisor at GCV and Chief Executive of Leaf Capital for organising this part of the agenda, and to all those supporting our third event. Second big story is being SoftBank over the past few years has tended to skew the numbers. So it's significant to hear the group has quietly completed a first close on its second vision fund. And according to Newswire Bloomberg, the amount investors have committed is $2 billion. A far cry from the $108 billion that it said it was targeting. Once bitten, twice shy appears to be the new motto for the SoftBank vision fund, the first near $100 billion fund, which said it was now pushing companies to seek a profit rather than quote, chasing growth for the sake of growth, end quote. That approach has meant the fund did agree to back in a $1 billion round for fintech developer Paytim, but it is put in a clause that must go public within five years, Well, SoftBank will have the right to dump its shareholding. That's a significant turning point for the fund that was previously seemingly hell-bent on scaling companies globally without concern for the high growth burn rates. And Paytim is itself no stranger to raising equity with an IPO not on the cards until 2021, could expect a couple more rounds. It's also been invested in startups and could put some of the new money from SoftBank, among others, to work in that area. But an average of 28 to $35 million per year into early stage companies, in fact, it's now specifically set aside $70 million to acquire stakes in AI developers. It's not a dedicated fund per se, but with one of the stated goals being to help build companies with large-scale employment in India, the initiative could prove transformational. And stay with financial services for our third pick. Nigeria-based electronic payments company Interswitch has achieved unicorn status after collecting a reported $200 million from Visa, 
As part of a strategic partnership, they will also proceed an initial public offering seemingly on the cars for 2020. The collaboration will see Interswitch and Visa work together to capture market opportunities in Africa's digital payment sector. And Round follows early investments from International Finance Corporation, Helios Investment Partners, Adlevo Capital Partners and TA Associates. We held last week our financial services sector webinar and to get acquainted with the latest developments in the corporate-backed deals in the financial services, do go to our YouTube sort of page in order to see the webinar, which was hosted by Kalyan Antonov from GCV Analytics and featured Jaidev Shergal, Head of Capital One Growth Ventures, venturing arm of Capital One, as guest speaker. And he shared some fascinating interest in recent trends in the dynamic fintech industry. And so on to our news and briefs. For the funds, we've seen Salesforce forge $50 million for its consultant Trailblaze Fund. The vehicle, the latest in Salesforce series of Trailblaze Funds, builds on the original SI Trailblazer Fund, launched in 2017, that's now been fully committed. And Heidelberg has set up a new tech transfer operation. Science Value Heidelberg will handle tech transfer on behalf of the medicine facility in Germany after the contract with Heidelberg University Hospital controlled TTH broke down. On the deals, we've seen Kaimio Smart Logistics Network, a logistics service platform co-founded by Alibaba, Fosun Group and InTime Retail Group six years ago, has collected another $3.3 billion from Alibaba, an increase in the corporate's majority stake, which is held since 2017, from 51% to 63%. The deal included a secondary share purchase, though the size is unclear and is unknown, which investor decided to sell. Xiaoping Motors, also known as Xping, may not be much of a known quantity in the Western world, but a smart electronic vehicle developer has already sold more than 10,000 of its first model, an SUV or sports utility vehicle called G3. It's also added some powerful corporate investors such as Alibaba, Foxconn and Newcar. And with Xiaomi leading a $400 million Series C round as part of a strategic partnership. OLX, meanwhile, has committed $400 million to Frontier Car Group, a Germany-based second-hand car marketplace operator that will invest over multiple tranches and importantly includes a secondary share purchase of undisclosed size. Capital GE, meanwhile, another of Alphabet's corporate venturing units alongside GV or Google Ventures, has been busy. The growth equity arm of Alphabet, or once known as Google Capital, has taken part in a $400 million Series D round for US-based trucking service provider Convoy to use the money to accelerate business growth. And Capital G has also led a $150 million Series H round for CRM software provider Freshworks with Sequoia Capital and Excel. The round values Freshworks at $3.5 billion. And many will be familiar with Password Manager 1Password, but not for its funding history. In fact, 14-year-old company has never raised equity until now, that is. It's attracted a respectable $200 million in its Series A round from investors including Slack Fund. Meanwhile, Salesforce Ventures and Workday Ventures have returned for a $157 million Series D round for US-based education benefits software provider Guild Education. ACV Auctions, US-based online automotive marketplace, they're effectively the equivalent to um, to what OLX is backed in Germany in Frontier Car Group, or FCG, has picked up $150 million in the Series E round, co-led by Fidelity and Wellington Manager Company, less than a year after closing a $50 million Series D round. And Avidity has devoted itself to a 
million dollar series C round. Alexandria Venture Investments, Brace Pharma Capital and Takeda Ventures made contributions to the round, which included a 15 million commitment from Eli Lilly made earlier this year. Meanwhile, on the university front, we've seen UC or University of California-backed congruent ventures with its return to take part in the Series A round for West Recycling Robot Company AMP Robotics. And in the UK, Pure Li-Fi has lit up an $18 million round with return investors Temsec and the Scottish Investment Bank back in the Edinburgh spin-out, bringing the company's total fund to nearly $30 million. On the exits front, it's uh, been a mixed week. Bad news seems to be keep coming for Wee Company, and the latest development is this decision to divest its stake in US-based women-focused work and social space provided wing instead of US-based social networking platform Meetup. Wee Company, which uh, owns WeWork, owns 23% stake in Wing, but it not only has the corporate struggle to survive its failed attempt to go public, its chief legal officer, Jen Berent, it's also facing a lawsuit for pregnancy discrimination, allegedly calling employee Medina Bardi's pregnancy a, quote, problem, quote, and needed, quote, a solution, end quote, and to be fixed, according to the court filing. Berent is currently a board member of the wing, but she is expected to lose that position following the stake sale. Hawkeye 360, meanwhile, is one of the more successful university spin-outs formed by commercial association firm Allied Minds, which has also had a tumultuous year with multiple executive-level changes, and that's led the firm to sell its entire stake to Family Office Advance. The latter has also chosen to boost Hawkeye's Series B round to $85 million following a $70 million first tranche that features Airbus and Esri this past August. Money Forward, meanwhile, has yielded to SmartCamp, KDDI, Mitsubishi UFG, Itocho, and Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation all scored exits after enterprise software developer SmartCamp was bought by Money Forward. Staying in Asia, we've seen Nikkei and Ant Financial backed 36KR have its IPO in the US. But the company was also the latest to disappoint investors after not only pricing the shares at the bottom of the range at $14.5 each, but also deciding to issue just 1.4 million shares instead of 3. 0.6 million, therefore effectively raising merely a fifth of its target $100 million in proceeds. And adding insult to injury, shares dropped by 10% on first day of trading, closed at 13.06. And still, it's not all bad news as the company is profitable. On potential IPOs in, in Japan's TSE mother's market, we're expecting to see Space Market, Lancers, and Makuraki make its way to the TSE eventually providing exits for its corporate venture backers. Another company, which is One Connect Financial Technology, a Singapore-based fintech that was spun out of insurance group Ping An two years ago, has filed for its IPO, putting in a placeholder figure of $100 million. On the people side, we've seen Mike Martin is now head of investments at Sky Ventures. Latest in the series of personnel shuffles, has also seen James McClure become director of investments and partnerships following Comcast acquisition of Sky in the past year. Meanwhile, Ving Lingatothi has left his position with Cisco to join Cambridge Innovation Capital at the UK University as partner focused on enterprise and deep tech companies. Meanwhile, Yaron Danelli, on his time at HUJ Yissums and the Israel Technology Transfer Organization, to join biotech-focused VC firm AMU. So congratulations to all them on MOVE, and obviously congratulations to everyone Past week, looking forward to catching up with people from our last event of this calendar year in 
Houston next week. So do drop me a line at jmawson at morsonia.com if you want to reach out and uh, obviously looking forward to catching up with everyone at the uh, GCBN G event. Speak to Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.